we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. I listen to your show every single day. Breakfast Club? God damn it. The Breakfast Club. Put that ass up on the Breakfast Club. Tell us! Tell us! Made it! You can't say Breakfast Club without the Breakfast Club. You're like this rare air. You got platforms and partners all over the place because your demand is so high. People want to be in business with the Breakfast Club. I don't think white people know how popular you guys are. DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. You know, you guys really are like the hip hop early morning, late night talk show. Yeah, I know what y'all talking about. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. Hey, yo, where my candle at? 
Damn, who took my candle out of here? It's garbage. It's over. It's a wrap. The camera's done. Done, done. Done, 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 done. Well, good morning, everybody. Hopefully, you guys are feeling good. It's a Friday. The weekend is here. And I'm very excited about today. Uh, one of the uh, icons and legends from Run DMC, Jam Master J, will be joining us. DMC will be here. Hollis Queen's own. Now, the reason uh, I'm excited about this and the reason this means so much is uh, Run DMC was the first, first hip-hop record that my mom bought, to, bought for me when I was a kid. I was a child and, um, you know, my mom bought me a Run DMC record and, and I would see Run and I would see DMC and I would see Jam Master J at, at Macy's and at the Coliseum in Queens and TSS, which is a store that was like Walmart or Target back then. And I would see them all the time and I would see them representing my borough. He uh, Run actually went to my zone school, which was Andrew Jackson. So I would see him all the time. So to see the success and how they grew up and how they blew up and how they became so big. To get a chance to actually talk to them and, and, and run into them and actually talk to them as peers all the time is always amazing. So I can't wait for this conversation with DMC. Well, you they, know, they got a, a new documentary. Run DMC has a documentary coming on uh, NBC Peacock called Kings from Queens. That's right. And it premieres February 1st. So he's coming up here to talk about that. Yeah, as I'm excited well. about that. And a uh, salute to the OG veteran comedian Earthquake. He'll be here this morning That's as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, we got a, a, a action pack Friday for you today. That's right. Action pack Friday. And I'm going to tell you something, man. Life is a why? Okay, I don't know if Aaron Magruder is the executive producer of this life. I don't know if it's Dave Chappelle and Neil Brennan. I don't know if it's the Wayne's brothers. But life is a spoof. And you cannot tell me that God does not have a sense of humor. You know how I know? Number one, he made me. Okay? And number two, every hour on the hour, this morning, mm -hmm. on The Breakfast Club, mm -hmm. we're playing a song called Fart. Yes, we are. That's the name of the record, yes. Fart. Yes, I don't know are. if y'all have ever seen the movie Idiocracy, mm -mm. but you should. Mm -mm. Okay, it is a fantastic film, and it really, 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 really shows us exactly where we are in society right now. Okay. Okay? All right. Well, and all the youngins in here are excited. I see V over there. She fist V's pumping. V's popping. She's coming from Ice Spice. This is Ice Spice. And it's called Fart. That's right. Okay? And then we have front page news next, so let's get into farts. Uh, uh, remember, I'm a, I am was born in 1978. I can give a damn about this, okay? <laughs> all right? I'm just telling you that life is a spoof. All right. All right? Well, let's get into it right fart. now. Well, it's called I Think You the Ish. No, it's not. It's called Fart. It's I Think You the what Ish. What is it in the system, Red? And the system's Think You the Ish, but it's also called Fart. Though. Fart. In the Ish. You Think You the Ish, and in parentheses it says Fart. Let's go. Life is a spoof, man. Mm -mm. I'm telling you. Executive produced by the Wayans Brothers, Aaron Magruder, Dave Chappelle, <laughs> Neil Brennan. That was fart, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it was. That's what we've gotten to. Ice That's Spice. That was fart. Ice right. Spice. <laughs> drop, a, <laughs> drop a fart for Ice Spice, Red. Okay. Drop. You got to find it. He got it. There you go. <laughs> drop a fart for Ice Spice, man. Jesus Christ. All right. All right, Ice Spice. Well, let's get in some front page news. Good morning, Tez. Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Charlemagne the God. Peace, Tez. Now, uh, mm -hmm. let's jump into some quick sports. Now, yesterday they announced the All-Star Starters. Uh, LeBron made history being the uh, 20th All-Star game. So salute to LeBron James. Drop a bomb for him, not a fart. Thank you. We would, we would, we, don't, we have no reason to drop a fart for LeBron James. Just making sure. Okay, salute to LeBron James. 20, 20 years in the league. Uh, 20th All-Star game? Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, you know, for him to be this good for this long, never seen it before. No, it was a crazy Never part. seen it before. Steph wasn't a, a, a starter this year. So it was LeBron, Joker, Kevin Durant, uh, Luca and Shy. Mm. And in the East, it was uh, Giannis, Joel Embiid, 
Jason Tatum, Damian Lillard, and Tyrese Halliburton. I don't I don't know why Steph Curry's having a great season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why he didn't. I don't know. I no Shy, you know, Oklahoma City Thunder guard uh, Shy was picked over him. Nah, Shy's dope. Shy's, mm-hmm. Shy's super dope. But who do you, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. You got Luka, you got Kevin Durant, you got Joker, you got LeBron. It's, it's, it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. All right. It just votes. So. Yeah. What up, Tez? What's going on, DC and V? Let's jump. Charlamagne the God again. Good morning again. <laughs> Let's jump right into Donald Trump. Yeah. Two days after winning a New Hampshire GOP presidential primary, Donald Trump returned to a Manhattan federal courthouse. Uh, the trial centers on Trump's 2019 comments about E. Jean Carroll. That's the writer uh, who won a civil verdict last year over uh, Trump, uh, who sexually assaulted her, who claimed he sexually assaulted her in the mid-1990s. And then he defamed her uh, when she first publicly accused him. So remember, he uh, she dis- she sued uh, because of the, what he had said about her. So she is seeking $10 million. Uh, here is what happened when he took the stand. He was on the stand for maybe five minutes in total. And before he testified, the judge spent about 10 minutes going back and forth with the attorneys over what he would permit the questions to be. It was during that moment before the jury was in the room that Donald Trump spoke more than he even did on the stand. And he said audibly out loud, I never met the woman. I do not know who this woman is. I was not at the trial. I don't know who this woman is. The judge told him to keep his voice down. Once they worked out exactly the questions that his attorney would be allowed to ask him, just three, they called the jury in. Trump went up on the stand, stood at the side, raised his hand, said he swore to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, and then sat down to give his testimony. So that's it. Closing arguments are scheduled for Friday morning, which is today. Uh, the jury of nine may have the case by lunchtime. They're saying, uh, you know, they can never say when the jury is going to actually come back. But they said, you know, typically juries don't like to go over the weekend having to come back on Monday. So this could be returned uh, pretty quickly uh, to determine, you know, what that settlement amount will be or will know on Monday. One of the two. But I'm former confused. president of the I'm United States was on the stand yesterday. I'm that's confused, the bottom though. line. I, I, thought they, I thought he already had to pay her $10 million. Yeah, he did. That was it. He did. He yeah, had to pay he, her ready. But what, this is, what is this about? Because he kept going. So he had to pay the $10 million. Uh-huh. And then last year, he said something else about her. So they took him back for another defamation oh. trial. For another defamation trial. Because he kept talking. Mm-hmm. Probably will continue to talk after this as well. <laughs> Go back to trial. Let's see. Another defamation. <laughs> another defamation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. That was your ex-president, Donald Trump. Thank you, Tez. Uh-huh. What are we doing next hour? Next hour, we're going to talk about New York City is the first to uh, designate social media as toxic. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how some parents are also, uh, you know, saying that TikTok uh, is promoting unrealistic beauty as well. So a little social media conversation and depression and how that's affecting our kids. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent or something's on your mind, call us up right now. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed, it's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Envy. What's up, Envy? Hey, Trav, where you been? I ain't hear from you since the Cowboys lost. I've been looking for you. Oh, wait, the Cowboys lost. I didn't know the Cowboys lost. What happened? Me neither. What is he talking about, Trav? I've been looking for you, Trav. I don't know what he's talking about. I I, I ain't know the Cowboys played this season, Charlotte. Trav, you still going to the Super Bowl? (laughs) Leave. 
me alone, Envy. I'm just asking. I just want to just know. You was you, before you was like, I'm going to Super Bowl. Charlemagne, get the sweets. I just want to know. Hey, yo, my guy, you got to shut up. Your Giants didn't even make the playoffs. I'm, I'm talking to Trav. How can you right, hate? Like, like, shut up. Like, I'm talking right, to That Trav. was two weeks ago, Envy. Let it go. Trav, don't, don't let nobody whose team didn't make the playoffs say anything to you, bro. Trav, so I guess you're not they going, Trav. I guess you're not going, Trav. Are, you, are the Giants going to the Super Bowl? Are the Giants going? We going to the same place the the Cowboys are going. No, you're We're not. Because we went to the playoffs, <laughs> so you're not going. To we same went to the playoffs. Exactly. So you're not going, huh, Trav? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm calling um, to give a shout out to my twin brother. He listens to y'all every single morning. He locked up. He got 18 years um, left, so he wanted me to give him a little shout out. Free my brother. Free twin. Uh, to a shout out to them boys in Greensville. And yeah. Give my little brother, give my brother a shout out this morning. Like, them boys in Greensville. Lady. What's Greensville? It's a prison. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The way you said it sounded sensual. You was like, shout out to them boys in Greensville. They be sending you pictures, Trap? Jesus Christ. Trap want to do a little weekend stint. Trap want to go do a little shoplifting to do a little weekend stint. Get a little weekend in Greenville with the boys. I did a weekend show and I was cool. I was ready to get out. I didn't care about nobody in there. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in CFPF. So shout out to them boys in CFPF too. Have a good day, my brother. Hi, Trav. Uh, all right, y'all. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Tyler from Mount Clemens. Hey, Tyler, what up? Get it off your chest, Tyler. Hey, I, I was just, I was just calling to say, man, y'all, y'all can't put that Ice Spice song in the lineup, man. That was horrible. <laughs> that's New York City, baby. That's What's my... wrong? That's New York City's finest, yeah, right there, I man. Know. I know, I know y'all in New York, man. I ain't, I ain't trying I'm to hear that. I'm from South Carolina. That wasn't it. Hold on. Let me tell you something. I'm from South Carolina, okay? DJ Envy is from yeah, New I'm York. In, I'm, I'm, from, I'm from New York. I'm from Queens. He repping for his city. All day, every day. So they're going to play Ice Spice every yeah. hour on the hour. Fart. Yeah, man. Y'all, y'all can't <laughs> play that, man. You know you know it got to be bad if I'm driving home from work in the rain. And I, I had to call and get that off. Don't play that. <laughs> Listen, salute to Ice Spice. She's a young woman doing her thing. Jeez. You know, music is subjective. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, she's fine. She's fine, but that that song ain't it. How she old are you? Back to the drum board on that one. How old I'm are you? Thirty-three. My man already told me I was old, so that's why I feel that way. But I'm old too. That's so that's not, you know, I, I, all you do, all you simply say is, "Yo, it's not for me." You know what I'm saying? I said, "Salute yeah. to Ice Spice." Yeah, that wasn't one for me. All right, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Peace, family. This is Prince Creed from the 757. Peace to my beloved. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. Peace, peace, peace. Happy New Year to you, brother. Happy New Year. Listen, I'm excited to say this, man. We got some... I think the NFL got it right. Let me just say this. There's five black head coaches in the NFL. So I think they're starting to realize that you gotta go black and young. There's five. And I'm loving that. I'm loving that the NFL, these owners are finally realizing that you need some black coaches in there to coach a, a league that's dominantly ran and, and controlled and by the black players, the athletes, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what I'm asking you, Charlamagne, since we are Cowboys fans, right? And yes, Jerry is never gonna get it right. At all. I'm thinking that we should boycott this year and rock with all or any of the teams with the black 
coaches. What you think, Charlamagne? You with me or what? I'm, I'm, I'm all, rocking with the Cowboys. I'm rooting for everybody black always, but I could never root for another football team. I just I couldn't. But I did oh, I, I did want I did want Jerry Jones a couple of years ago to hire uh, Eric Eric Benemy. Oh man. Yeah, I'm not. I can't. I'm, I'm not, trying to. I'm, 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 I'm not, trying to stick in it with my boys, man. I've been rocking since I was. You know, I'm 54, yeah. man. I've been a kid Cowboy fan, but it seems like we ain't getting it right, man. Yeah, I'm 45, and, uh, but I can't. I'm, I'm just tired, man. I'm getting this anxiety, being depressed, and my mental health is very important you, when it comes to this, man. Like, I get but anyway, look, hey, Charlamagne, look, this fourth annual mental wellness expo, I put myself down as a volunteer, man. I'm going to follow up, man. I need, I'm going to be there anyway, man, but okay. I want to be working, man. I want to help out. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know the timeline you guys have to get back with people that want to volunteer, but I'm just putting it back in your air, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm coming up there again, but I want to work. Okay, it's, uh, it's it's gonna be in October, so I'll make sure to tell a good sister, Doctor Alfie, to look out for you, man. We make sure we get you as a volunteer. Thank you for that too, brother. I appreciate that. No doubt, family. Y'all have a blessed day, man. You too. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, when we come back, uh, somebody else has some things to get off her chest, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody uh, somebody called in. Somebody called in. They said they want to get some things off their chest, man. Her name is uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 haven't, I haven't heard the new record because mm-hmm. I'm old. You know, so I think the record came out at midnight. So yeah. I was I was in good deep REM sleep by that point. Yeah, I was know? knocked out. I just had got home. I was knocked the f out. You know, when I woke up this morning, I you know I like to listen to '90s R&B, uh, Sarah Jake Roberts, or Bishop TD, TD Jake. So I haven't heard the record yet, but she wants to call in to get some things off her chest. Okay, all right. So yeah. when we come back, Megan Thee Stallion will be checking in, and uh, we'll play her record. We'll play her new record that she released last night. So don't go anywhere. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Deep. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. You know what's so interesting? What's that? You know, we do a segment every morning called Get It Off Your Chest where people get to call in and, you know, they can tell us, uh, you know, why they feel blessed, why they're happy, but they can also call in and vent and get things off their chest. And uh, a young woman who's from Houston, Texas called in this morning. Mm-hmm. Her name is uh, Megan. Megan. Megan the Stallion. I think, yeah, making this down. Let's get to the rooms. Yeah. Rumor has it, rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. Right, I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the breakfast club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. right. Ladies and gentlemen, Megan the Stallion. Good morning. Good morning. Megan, is it too early for you? How are you, first of all? Oh, my God. First of all, I'm up, but God dang, it's early. <laughs> so you, you in L.A., so it's it's three hours beforehand, so it's early, early out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm up. Specifically for you, Charlemagne. Uh-huh. Megan, I appreciate that so much, man. And, and you know, you put out this record called Hiss. Could you, could you tell Hiss. us what the name means, first of all? Um, basically, you know, when a snake feel like you've been playing and like doing a whole bunch of swaying, it's basically telling you to back off. Like, I, I hear you. I see you. Get up off me now. Basically, that's what it means. Now, now, you put out this warning and you say, every time I get mentioned, one of y'all bitch ass gets 24 hours attention. I'm finna get this off my chest and lay it to rest, right? So is it for... Per usual. Oh, per usual. <laughs> How do you handle mm-hmm. that without giving the negativity light but still speaking up and defending yourself? It's for these bitches or these hoes. Um, bitches and hoes are like men or women. Um, every time one of these motherfuckers is making a stay your name, they get 24 hours of attention. 
basically, I understand what y'all doing, and I want y'all to get up off me. Now, actually, she so said... Use something else. Do something different. Use another tactic. This one getting old. Actually, she said, fuck all, y'all. And, and uh, I think I think the people, we should play fuck the record. Fuck all you motherfuckers. Because niggas really like a, a, a noun. That's for men or women. <laughs> True. And, and bitches, too. I get it. It's, it's gender neutral. <laughs> gender neutral. Now, I haven't heard the record yet. Are you saying names? Um, I'm saying a hit dog on holler. That's it. God damn. So it's multiple people. Yeah, whoever feel it, feel it. Okay. Did Lindsay Lohan's daddy get a shot? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell do Lindsay Lohan's daddy want to smoke with me? God dang. Lindsay don't even like her own daddy. So, like, I ain't, you know, if he if he get astray, he get astray. Damn. I need you to walk away from your phone, Megan, okay? Because you know these motherfuckers be on you for no reason. That's so, right. Just be prepared for all the smoke and all the comments, but just walk away. Because oh, they're going to act like it's unprovoked. Yes. You know, I'm going to take a little nap, and I'm going to wake back up, and I'm going to see what they have to say. Just don't get on Instagram Live, Megan. Let the record speak for itself. <laughs> block her live. <laughs> okay, Instagram, please. if you're listening, block. I don't block... even have social media on my phone, so it'll be okay. Good, 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 good. Well, let's, well, let's get into the record right now, and you're going to be seeing it soon. I know, I know you were just calling to, to, to send us the record, and hopefully we'll, you'll come up here and we'll talk to you soon, correct? Oh, oh, absolutely, positively. <laughs> oh, we we gonna lay it out for you when you come. Just tell us what you need. You, we, we have we have drinks for you. That's everything. Right. We gonna we gonna, we we gonna have flowers. We gonna, gonna have a nice balloons. kickback. <laughs> we gonna make it a nice conversation. Yeah, we gonna have a nice kickback when you come. Oh, thank you so much. All right, man. All right. Well, let's get into the record right now. It's called Hiss. It's Megan Thee Stallion, and we appreciate you checking in this morning. Thank y'all. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Yeah, Megan Thee Stallion just checked in. She uh, premiered her joint, Hiss. Yeah, I mean, all is fair in love and rap. Like, everybody has the right to live their truth. That's my first time hearing, hearing the record. Yep. I just wish she would have named names. That's my only critique. But the reason I think she didn't name names because I think that's just debate. <laughs> I think she's responding to some things, getting mm -hmm. some things off her chest subliminally. But that's just... An advertiser. That's yeah, like and, the that's like the jab, the jab. And but you know what? I, I love when people do records, right, and do songs, right? Because that's what hip hop was built off of. Saying mm -hmm. I'm the best, and and I'm I'm this person. I'm not. I, I love it when it stays in the music. Yeah, instead of running the social media and just getting on live I, or sending out tweets, like exactly. put, 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 it, put it in some bars. Put it in some bars. That's what it's about, yeah. right? It's supposed to be a, a play on words and who's better lyrically, right? Because that's what it's about. Who's the better rapper? That's what they're going at. So the fact that she did it in the song, I'm excited about. Yeah, I have no idea, idea who was dancing on TikTok making R. Kelly go viral. I'm sure, I, I have no idea. I, I, I'm, I'm sure Party got some shots in there because I heard a lot of talk about exes, but I definitely heard Tory Lanez get some shots. I don't. After that, I'm lost. So confused. You know, I'm, 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 I'm gonna go on just shade rooms in the Hollywood unlocks and, and let y'all young and just decipher this for me. <laughs> decipher it for you. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Nicki Minaj responded already. We'll play that in the, in the next room. Yeah. What, what 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 did she say about Nicki in there? I don't know. I gotta break it down. Oh I gotta read. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta. We're not like I don't know. We got to decipher this. I don't know. I got to I got to read it. Okay. But yeah, she she responded already. We'll get that on in the next hour. And coming up State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating While Broke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify has made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We got front page news and then DMC from Run DMC will be joining us this morning. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What's up, Tiz? What's going on, DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy? Peace, Ed. Let's talk uh, social media this morning, huh? Yeah, New York City is the first to designate social media as environmentally toxic. Now, we talked about how toxic social media is, but New York said they are going to, well, they have issued an advisory officially designating it as a toxic place uh, in response to the danger social media poses to mental health of young people. The city's Department of Health and Mental Hygiene issued an advisory identifying unrestricted access to and use to and the use of social media as a public health hazard. So social media companies are increasingly being blamed for high rates of depression, suicide, and other mental health issues in youth. So they literally put it on the books as a toxic place, and I think you guys will probably agree. How much they spent on that study? Because I could have told them that 10 years ago <laughs> for, for half of whatever they paid, okay? All right, which is why I only do Instagram. I don't do Twitter. I don't do Facebook. I don't do TikTok. I don't let my kids use social TikTok. media TikTok, sir. TikTok, sir. Whatever. I don't let my kids use social media at all. Yes, like, duh. Social media is one of the most toxic places ever. Think about it like this. You got all of these miserable people, all of mm. these hurt people, all of these people that are in pain. They get online every day and project that pain onto everybody. You just got collective pain, hurt, and misery being projected on social media, which is strange to me when people go to social media looking for something good. <laughs> That's not what social media is even designed for, especially nowadays when, you know, the algorithm literally caters to the seven deadly sins. I did a whole conversation with this, uh, with my man, um, uh, we did it with Cal Newport. We had him on here. He put out a great book called Digital Minim Minimalism, but also my man from the, uh, the documentary, The Social the social network. Oh, I can't remember his name right now, but I had him on my... Uh, I think I had him here on Breakfast Club. I had him on my, my talk show, The God's Honest Truth, on Comedy Central, too, talking about it. Like, social media, literally, the algorithms cater to the seven deadly sins. That is a fact. Yeah, it's a cesspool. I also enjoyed uh, your conversation you guys had with Kevin Gates uh, this week, mm -hmm. you know, talking about how he had to unplug and how, you know, it affected him and yep. kind of getting caught up in his head with that. And so um, another story just wanted, since we're talking about social media parents, uh, since Charlemagne called Tic Tac, but TikTok, more than 12,000 parents are urging TikTok to clearly label AI generated uh, influencers who could pass as real people to viewers. Now, these parents, uh, they started an online petition to say that they're concerned that these AI perfected faces bodies uh, are giving you know teens unrealistic uh, beauty standards so uh, they're asking that they clearly label and they're supposed to be labeling this stuff as AI but they said they're not catching it fast enough they're not doing enough uh, they're saying that virtual influencers have been around for years but the new explosive growth of generated AI technology has made it harder for people to identify real from fake so just another point because both of these stories were talking about youth but you guys brought up an interesting point about adults this is not I mean adults are actually also you know, being influenced Hell by this. Yeah. yeah, 69% of adults, 81% of teens uh, use social media, and it is a growing population of anxiety, depression um, due to social media. It's a real thing. You really, literally have to unplug. Man, get off. I, I, I Honestly, I'm, 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 I'm working on just getting my way off altogether. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, like I said, social networks do best when they tap into one of the seven deadly sins. There's so many articles that have been written on it, so many books that have been written on it, so many whistleblowers in Silicon Valley talk about it, how they literally uh, uh, cater to greed and, 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 mm -hmm. and vanity and, you know, uh, gluttony. Like, I'm telling you, it's the... It's, 
It's the devil. Yeah, no, it, it <laughs> I mean, is. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm grateful that, you know, I got six kids that my two oldest are not on it like that. They could really care less about it. The only thing I would say is, and I know TikTok is not the answer, but my daughters, the younger ones, they like to dance. And they like to do the dance moves and share it with their friends. But they do it in a place where it's a safe place because they send it to each other. I don't know if there's an app where kids can do that and have a good time doing it. Because my daughter likes to dance to music that's out, whether it's old or new, whether it's doing, you know, dance from her troop stuff or cheering. And that is something that I, I like because they're just having fun as kids. Like yesterday, my daughter was dancing to Happy. Right? And she did her own routine and she was able to share it with her friends in, you know, in her school. But... The other stuff where people can leave comments and complaints and, and, and say I don't like you because of this or even try to lure these kids in, that's what I don't I, like. I don't I don't think the pros of social media uh, outweigh the cons and, I, and nope. we're not gonna I realize agree. we're not gonna realize that I mean some of us are realizing that now and have already realized that, but the majority of society's not gonna realize that until in the future, but it's gonna be too late. Like literally right now it's people waking up and they're getting on social media waiting to know how to feel about something. You're right. Like 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 for example uh, Megan Thee Stallion put out his, which we just listened to. It's people who listen to that record, and instead of just going with how they feel, like some people might initially be like, "Oh, I like that record." Some people might initially be like, "Oh, I don't like that record." But they're gonna wait to see what the majority of people on social media say before they form their conclusion. Of course, that's that's whack. But that's that's everything. That's people do that with politics. People do that with interviews. People do that with what's going on in the world. Yep. They do that all the time. It's like you. They go to the popular opinion, and whatever the popular opinion is, that's what they do. Well, whatever the popular opinion on social media is. Correct, you're right. Social media is not reflective of the real, real world. Absolutely. It's just not. Exactly. It's, a small, it's a small, small, small portion of what's actually going on in the real world. And the sad thing about it all is, is when you think about it, I think a lot of people lose their lives in social media, right? They don't yeah. necessarily live in the moment, right? They don't get to, to really, you know, we always talk about smell the flowers. They don't get a chance to smell the flowers, you know what I mean? And I think, like you said, I think we need to get to a point where we have to, I don't want to say ban, but limit how people, you know, indulge in social media. Mm -hmm. Well, Japan, uh, we talked about this story before. They don't allow, you know, uh, they only allow certain content, you know, to their children on TikTok, you know, so there is, when you look at the United States and kind of, you know, go, everything can go in. Uh, and be on social media. That's to your point when you're saying, "Cause should it be an app just for dance?" And eventually, the the mess of you know get get put in. So that's a big debate that they're having about TikTok. You know, even on the on the politics level. But if you just go to any restaurant and look at couples constantly scrolling, 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 we just really got to put the phone down at some point. I'm guilty of it myself. So, mm -mm. well, you're scrolling now, DJ Envy. Now nah, somebody just texted me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the producer that just texted me. All right. Well, that is front page news. That's well, right. Thank you, Tez. Uh -huh. And make sure you subscribe to Tedlin Figueroa's podcast, the Great Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, and follow at Tedlin Figueroa on all social media platforms. Actually, they were texting me because DMC is coming up next, and I'm about to do a run DMC mix, and they asked me, can I do it now? All right, so yeah. No, man, we don't hear no DMC, we only hear fart. <laughs> no, we're playing a run DMC mix this man, morning. Man, play fart! No, DMC mix this morning, uh, but DMC from Run DMC run and DMC. Master J will be joining us this morning. We're going to kick it with him. They got a three-part documentary that's coming out February okay. From That's right. So when we come back, DMC in the place to be. I went to St. John's University. I dressed. All right. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> DMC, when we come back, is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. We say special a lot, but this is, uh, this is one of those special, special, special guests. Icon. A legend. Absolutely. Means a lot to me. Ladies and gentlemen, DMC, 
Yo, what's up, yo? It's good to be How in the place my brother. I'm doing good. Doing good. He, he came in here with a lot of product, too. He got children's books, children books, comic books. books. And he, he got, got his memoir. And he got cookies. Cookies. <laughs> cookies. DMC, Daryl makes cookies. Yes, that's sir, right. Yes, sir. For all of you out there, we will have the vegan. We will have the gluten-free. We will, we will have a protein cookie for people in the gyms. And right. We started with chocolate chip, but we're going to have chocolate chip, double chocolate, <laughs> Sugar cookie, oatmeal, oatmeal, raisin, and whole nine. Do you remember your first cookie in life? The, my first, yeah, my first cookie was a, a butter cookie. There was this place in Queens and Long Island called Gals, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where everybody used to get their milk from. Remember Gals? And they used to have the cows there, mm -hmm. and the cow, they used to milk the cows. Real cows? The, real cows. The cows was in there, and they used to bring the milk bottles by, and you would buy the milk. So it was this place called Gals. And they sold cookies and candies and stuff like that. But I've always loved cookies. I want to start from the beginning. Uh -huh. Of course, I'm from Queens. And what Run DMC meant to me was everything, right? Wow. I went to school on Hollis, St. Francis, uh, St. Joachim and Ann, right oh, on nice. Hollis, across the street from Pierce 34. Right on. Um, and to see brothers from my neighborhood make it out and become international stars was everything. Wow. But not only that. Uh, this was the day before social media, so mm -hmm. running into your favorite celebrity was everything, right? I remember running into uh, to Run and, and yourself at TSS. And, oh, Times Square Stories. That's right. Yes. And, and you giving me an autograph on the back of an envelope, you know what I mean? Because yep. autographs meant the most. I still have it now. Wow. So awesome. let's, let's talk how you got into music and what made DMC start rapping, and how did you hook up with Run? Right. Being from Hollis All Queens. Right. So for me, I first started as a DJ. Because there was this thing going around called flash tapes. Did you hear the flash tapes with flash doing the quick mix? So flash tapes came into Queens, and it was the block parties and stuff like that. So me and my brother, we got DJ equipment. We wanted to be DJs. Right. In my basement, I was Grandmaster Get High. Grandmaster Get High? <laughs> yeah, that was my name, Grandmaster Get High, because you didn't need old English or weed, because my music would intoxicate you. Oh, that, okay. That's All right. what was in my brain. All right. Prior to that, I was just a kid that read comic books. Now, I'm like you, I went to Catholic school. Mm -hmm. But the first thing for hip-hop was the DJ thing. So I wanted to be like Grandmaster Flash. So my brother, he was the only one that was allowed to go to Jamaica Avenue to the record store. Right. I was still a young kid. So he brought home Rappers and Light. You know, that was hip-hop first on the record. So Rappers and Light didn't attract me, except for the big bank, Hank Rom, which I found out was dope because it was written by one of the dopest MCs from the street, Grandmaster Cass. But I didn't know that yet until Cold Crush Shapes came out. But this is the life-changing thing that made me start writing. I'm Grandmaster Get High in my basement. I'm the DJ playing the music. Then I put two and two together. I'm a kid trying to piece all of this together. So Grandmaster Flash has five MCs that he plays the music for. Mm. So I put the needle on this record. It didn't open up hip hop and then wasn't, wasn't no R&B. This thing said, it was a party night. Everybody was breaking. The highs was screaming and the bass was shaking and it won't be long till everybody's known that Flash is on the B-Box going. And I'm going, oh my God, what the hell is this? And they don't do, and shout out, then it goes, Italian, Caucasian, Japanese, Spanish, Indian, Negro, Vietnamese, MC, disc jockeys, y'all, fly kid. I went running, give me a pen. <laughs> Alfred, give me a pen. Wow. So I just started writing rhymes for myself. Mm -hmm. So I was a grandmaster, get high, and I was MC Easy D. Because my name starts with a D and it's easy for me to write my rhymes. So that's all I'm doing in my basement, writing rhymes. Joseph Simmons... We went to the same um, Catholic high school, St. Pascal Bailon. 
He was always in the other class. Mm -hmm. We didn't know. We only knew each other. Hey, Daryl. Hey, Joe. Mm -hmm. Because the only reason we knew each other, it was two classes each. It was kindergarten, you together. But then when you go to first grade, it's one, one, and one, two. So I was always in the two classes. He was always in the one. So in eighth grade, what had happened, this is destiny. Mm -hmm. We went to Catholic school. So you know this. All the kids would come to my backyard and play basketball after school mm -hmm. to be safe and don't have to go to 192 or Jamaica Park to get Correct. their money and get bullied and teased on. So one day, Joey shows up alone with his basketball. So we play ball. You know what I'm saying? Joe is good. Joe and Jay, I wasn't a baller. I just had to remember. So we play ball. After we played so ball. So Rome was good at ball? Very good. He okay. was left-handed, very good. His favorite, you could speak to him. He loved Dr. J. Mm -hmm. Run was nice. Jay was nice. Mm -hmm. I'm comic book kid. I'm awkward, but I'm just trying to fit in and impress the guys. And come on, I need a friend. So dad put her in there. <laughs> I'm a kid. You know what I'm saying? So after we play ball, he comes in, change purpose and destiny. He comes in. He sees me and my brother's turntables. And he goes, um, yo, you do that? And I go, no. Because that was my thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't want nobody. And he goes, yo, my brother's Russell Simmons. You ever see the flyers that's up on the telephone poles and tree? Well, my brother's Russell Russ, and he manages Curtis Blow and Jimmy Spice, and he goes on and on. So now I'm a little open. I'm mm -hmm. like, what? And he goes, yeah, I'm DJ Run. And in the summertime when there's no school, I go all around New York City in the tri-state area. They call me the son of Curtis Blow, and I rap. And I say, and I go, whoa. So I'm whoa. I say, I can do it a little bit. And he goes, show me something. So I go over to the turntables and I do the super sperm quick mix. Soup, poop, soup, something. It's like, yo, D, it's good in this. So now the plan was this. Now we got something else in common besides ball. After school, my parents would get home at 4 o'clock. We get out of school two ten. So we go play ball for half an hour. And then we go in the basement and DJ for um, 45 minutes. So that became the routine. One particular day, and it was my turn to DJ. Mm -hmm. And I look over at Joe and he's sitting on the couch in the basement and he got my rhyme book. That was, that was like having my diary. Right. You, you know that? what I'm saying? I left it on the coffee table. Okay. Usually I would put it under the couch okay. when, Joe, when I knew Joe was coming. because The rhyme book was my thing talking about me being MC EZD. So he finds it, and I'm running over there trying to get it from him. And he's like, no, no, hold on, wait, wait, D. And he was like, yo, you wrote all of this? And I was like, yeah, you know, it's like a hobby. And he just looks at me, and I'll never forget the day. Slow motion. When my brother Russell lets me make a record, I'm putting you in my group. <laughs> and I looked in, in and went in one ear and out the other because I'm like, yo, in my effort, yo, I don't do this for real. You do that. You do, Yo, the flashes. And I say, no, D, don't worry about it. So that was in eighth grade. We graduated. Run and Jay went to Andrew Jackson High School. Andrew Jackson, the first school Five of metal detectors. I in took the world. three trains and two buses all the way to Rice High School, 124th Street in Lenox. Now, mm -hmm. ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, I graduate from um, Rice High School, mm -hmm. send my resume out to St. John's University and a couple other colleges, come home in the mail, there's a letter to me, Mr. Darrell McDaniels. I open it up before my mother. Mr. Darrell McDaniels, we are proud to inform you you're going to St. John's University. What? Oh, this is crazy. It's funny. My mother and father come home. I run past them down to the basement to write a rhyme. I didn't say, my God, I ran to the basement to check this out. I write this rhyme. I'm DMC in the place to be. I went to St. John's University. So I write the rhyme, right? That was, uh, was a class of 82. In mm -hmm. um, June of 82, the phone rings. It's Joe. Yo, D, what's up, man? Now, you know, we've seen each other, but mm -hmm. he calls this particular. Remember four years ago? 
Yeah, when I said if I make a uh-huh, grab your rhyme book. We're going to the studio to make a record. We go to Green Street Recording Studio. Mm-hmm. Right here, and we go down there, we make it like that, and that's the way it is. And then the B-side sucker MCs, wow, here I am today. Wow. All right, we got more with DMC from Run DMC. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with DMC from Run DMC. Charlemagne? You know, I wanted to ask you, when it comes to MCing, how do you properly rank hip-hop MCs? Because just like mm-hmm. in basketball, skills have changed throughout the years. Right. You know, so how do you rank a a, a rapper from the 80s with somebody from the 90s or the 2000s? Like, how do you do do that? There's no GOAT. You can't say that there's a GOAT because everybody's so good. You Mm -hmm. you know, people always, it's funny, throughout the years, people would ask me, "Um, who's better, Eminem or Jay-Z? Chuck D. Okay, that ends that. (laughs) So, you know, if you thought that, you know what I'm saying? This dude, Chuck, said I'm so versatile, say it without rhyme, which is, without rhyme, this book, me and Rick Rubin, shout out to Rick Rubin, we tried to do this, nobody ever did this. And now, let's talk about skills. I'm so versatile, say it over a beat. Boosh, boosh, gash, kaboosh, kaboosh, gash, boosh, 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 gash, jaboosh. I'm so versatile, say it without rhyme, which is why they're after me and they're on my back, looking over my shoulder to see what I write. They hear what I say and they want to know why, why they could never compete on this level. Superstar status is my domain. Understand my rhythm, my patterns of lectures, and then you'll know why I'm on the run. Mm. That one verse trumps every generation. So how do you rate MCs in a rhyme mm. for the effect that they have when they're on the stage and when they're in that crowd? That's how you do it. That's a- See, when Melly Mel battled mm. Eminem, mm. you know what I'm saying? And Mel came out with that thing. Somebody said, it sounds like somebody AI'd Mel's response to that. All Mel had to do was do you. When I when, when when Pete Rock produced us, Pete Rock produced Down with the Kings. Down with the Kings, yeah. The 80s changed. We the 80, 90s changed hip hop. What Run DMC did for Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Yo, bro, Aerosmith back. Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. Yes, they did. The same thing that we did for Aerosmith, Pete Rock did for us with Down with the King. We wasn't we wasn't participating. We wasn't on a chart. We wasn't we wasn't on MTV no more. So Pete Rock brings us back. When I I remember going in that session with Pete Rock and he said, D, you ain't gotta be Eminem. You ain't gotta be Jay Z. You ain't gotta be Cool Rock. Give me that DMC. So I was like, okay. He asked me, what are you doing right now? I'm taking the tours. I'm wrecking the land. I keep it hardcore because it's dope, man. These are the roughest, toughest words. And I wrote, damn, not meant for a hole like a soldier in a second. Suck him, Caesar. So all Mel had to do, when you talk about rating, mm-hmm. all Mel had to do is what he did on Pump, Pump Me Up to battle it. Don't try to, to flip it up. I can't even move it. Like, don't try to yeah, be yeah, not yeah, be. Yeah. See, when I went to Rice, I realized what these kids, the, the celebration of hip-hop wasn't a 50-year celebration. It was, it was a goddamn lie. The celebration that we just had was the 44-year celebration of recorded rap because they set his cool Herc, 73, and they jumped to 79. All the record-making motherfuckers. They didn't talk about what I came in at the all of our and this and that and this yeah. and that. You didn't hear. You only know Mo D from battling LL. Right. You didn't hear Mo with the treacherous three. 
who is just as dope as Scarface and just as dope as a Drake. So how do you rate them? You can't rate them. You gotta go and see what they do and put these motherfuckers in a class by themselves. Mel, all that Mel had to do them Eminem rappers might be willing, but they ain't able because I was their king straight from my cradle. Screamed and hollered, shook my rattle, dreamt I defeated them all in battle. There was no food in my silver spoon, but I grew up hard and I grew up soon. I'm a righteous king and I'm hungry too, and I eat a punkster rap like you. I met you. That's all Mel had to do. He tried to play. He tried to play M's game. Yeah, he tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah playing his yeah, own yeah. game. The fifty jar roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mel, yeah. go in and, and do what you. I was seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of Black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
sitting on a corner just a waste of my time when I realized it was the king of the rhyme. I got on the microphone and what do you see? The rest was my legacy. I was born to be the king of this hip hop thing with stallions and medallions and diamond rings on a mansion and a yacht, cool million in gold cause rap is the game that I control. I'm like Shakespeare. I'm a pioneer and I made rap something people wanted to hear. See, mm. before I came, it was the mm. same old thing with the ball they did do all that street court game. So if you ever let me make this clear if you ever think that I'm going out of here if you Ooh, wow. so, so people only know Mel from the record see I'm such a fan I don't care I don't care about you and your records mm -hmm. I'm not Scarface I'm not Nas but for Scarface Bumpy Knuckle and Coogee Rap to tell me yo D you're the best you cut the head off the devil and see you can't rate it you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. for them to tell me that so you can't you can't rate it so what Run DMC did is this let me calm down. Mm -hmm. When you see this documentary... got to turn back to Bruce Banner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, see, I get excited about this. Yeah, I, love so. I gave you what Run, Run DMC, we didn't create it. People go, um, we know hip-hop was before you, but y'all created No, Run DMC is the pioneers of recorded rap. We took, if you listen to Adidas, we took the beat from the street as it was. Everybody else was wearing tracksuits. Everybody else was wearing Adidas. Everybody else was wearing gazelles. Everybody else was Kangles, Gannacar, Sheepskins and all. We took the beat from the street. We took the culture from the street. And because of MTV, we put it on TV for all to see. That was our pioneering role. That's what we did. But Mel is just as dope as pun. Now, everybody would say Eminem, Andre 3000. What about pun? Yeah, absolutely. What about nah, pun? He didn't, nobody never puts him in the top five. Hold it. This is going to blow your mind. Mm -hmm. In the top five, from just from Andre 3000 and Lauryn Hill never had a rap verse. And what I mean by that is Eminem fans, Jay-Z fans, Run fans, everybody else can, oh, it's all right. Lauryn Hill and Andre 3000 never got it all right. Lauryn Hill is in the top five of MCs. And if you don't believe me, just go listen to what's out there available. And tell me what dude is better than her now. No, I, I can't. She's, she's dope. I think the only thing they'll say about Andre and Lauren is they didn't. I, I don't agree with that with Andre because he had the whole Outcast catalog. But with Lauren, they'll say right. she didn't give us enough music. Right, right, right. But yeah. no, but all I'm saying is just listen to what she did. I'm just saying that you got tapes from Harlem World. I agree. You got tapes from Harlem World with Spoonie G coming into the Christmas rap convention with every MC in New York and he didn't come spit no love rap stuff he said tis tis I appreciate this but some of you MCs are taking a risk trying to take him a chair but these guys had that thing so for me when I came in I knew I wasn't the best I knew I wasn't Mel I knew I wasn't even run but my thing was what would Spider-Man do <laughs> what would the Hope do what would the Thor so my whole my whole presence in hip hop was now that I'm doing comic books, people said, I know why I like you now. Thor is the son of Odin mm -hmm. from Asgard, mm -hmm. has a brother named Loki, Loki. and he has a hammer. Mm -hmm. I saw that and I saw what hip hop do. My old man at DMC can transform into the devastating mic controller. Mm -hmm. My name is Daryl. I'm from Hollis. My father's name is, excuse me, Byford, and I got a brother named. Alfred. So I became son of Byford, brother of Al. Banners my mother and runs my pal. Ooh. It's McDaniels, not McDonald's. These rhymes are Daryl's, those burgers are Ronald's. I ran down my family tree. So hip hop gave me a way to be enthusiastic about who I am mm -hmm. at whatever points in my life.
All right, when we come back, we got more with DMC. Let's get into a mini mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with DMC from Run DMC. I got to ask, so when Run DMC takes off, right, and the world is looking at Run DMC, they're looking at these two black brothers on every TV screen. Three black brothers. Three black brothers. Did y'all understand the impact, and, and how was y'all mental during that time? Because y'all were kids from Queens, from Hollis, then now all of a sudden, yo, were in every household selling out shows Damn. and concerts. and It was the scariest thing ever. It was the scariest thing ever. But we knew, Jay, Jay was funny. Jay's thing was, yo, we got to watch our day. We got to watch what we say. We got to watch what we do. Listen, I sniffed more coke than the earth could put on the earth. Running Jason smoked more weed. I drunk a case of old English a day. Jesus. But we know, yo, if they wearing glasses like D and wearing hats and tracksuits like us and Adidas like us, we can't be talking about, you know what I'm saying? We knew we had a big influence. So that's why we was careful. So we had to figure out how could we be the hardest thing ever without being disrespectful, profane, and still relate to these brothers and sisters in the streets. That's why I came up. Most of our records were rhyme routines. You know, Cold Crush had It's Us. You know, It's Us, the Cold Crush. Mm -hmm. You know, the um, Force MCs before they were the Force MDs. Mm -hmm. We are called the... For you put the beat. Steal a melody. Let's steal... Let's steal... Um, Oh, Anxine from um um from the New Year's thing. Oh, let's steal let's steal Bob Dylan melody. We would steal melodies and you would make it over the hip hop beats. So when we got to that point and everybody was saying raps are fad, it's gonna be a commercial. And you know, all the singers that hated us, not like the Ramones, not like Lou Reed, not like Shed, they loved us. I mean when we met Bon Jovi, you guys are incredible. But the critics and the journalists and a lot of so-called real magicians hate us. So when I wrote It's Tricky to Rock a Rhyme, I'm trying to tell you, yo, it's tricky to do, yo, this ain't easy. But to do that and maintain that level right. in this business that you're not accepting it. So for us, it was always a thing where, okay, let's sit down. The first thing we have to do is, what everybody's doing, we're going to do something different. The first rappers didn't have rappers to look up to. Mm. Now, there's flyers mm. with melanin, with sheepskins and martinets and godfather hats and madame, you know what I'm saying? The only one out of Melly Mel that stayed that Mel, um, the only one out of Furious Five that was like me running Jay was Cowboy. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of times Cowboy put on some little tassels, but he didn't put on that other stuff. When they got into showbiz, when this hip hop thing that nobody believed in gets to showbiz now, number one, they're changing their delivery, they're changing their presentation, they change who they really are to fit in. So when they get into showbiz, they don't have no rappers to look up to because they're the first ones. So if you look at Mel, Africa, Bambada. If you look at Africa Bambada and the Zulu Nation, so solid for us, they look like Parliament Funkadelic. Mm. If you look at Grandmaster Fashion the First Five, Moody and all of them, they look like the Sex Pistols, they look like the Rolling Stones, and they look like Rick James. Because they in show, I'm talking about in the showbiz arena. When me and Run was coming in, we was like, we ain't, the music business didn't let hip hop come in from me and Run and Jay's perspective. We bringing this hip hop to the music business because nobody does it. So when we signed, when Russell let me, oh, circumcise is good. It's like that. Russell's whole thing was, y'all need wardrobe. Y'all need wardrobe. Y'all do your So me and Run would say, yeah, cool, but we ain't wearing that. <laughs> so, so who y'all want to dress like? The drug dealers? Or no, we want to dress like Jam Master Jay and DJ Hurricane. Now, now listen, wow. uh, DMC is here because there's a new three-part docuseries on Peacock, Kings from Queens, the Run DMC story. Mm -hmm. right. So even though we getting all of this now, I still want y'all to go watch it on Peacock. Absolutely. But, but, right. but while we're here, just It's in-depth on the Peacock. Very in-depth. Yeah. So for, just for radio purposes, I want to ask you, has Run DMC felt like Run DMC 
since the passing of Jam Master J? No, not at all. Not 100%. Uh, not at all. Um, people always say, oh, could, could it be an album and a tour? And, and they, my joke, but they get it. This is the only way you can shut people up. Run DMC will tour when the Beatles get back together. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's oh, Paul man. and Rango. This it can't happen now. When we do show up, it's not Run DMC. It's Reverend Run and King DMC, the two members who used to be in that band. Wow. Jay, it it can't it can't it, Run DMC don't exist without Jay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Dang. If you want to know who Run DMC is, go back and look at all the videos. Listen to the rap. That's Run DMC. Me and Run are the two surviving members of that band. And what's the same? You know, and it's the same in this generation mm -hmm. with the Migos. God bless. Take off like yeah, they, you can't they'll never be the Migos. Yeah, Migos even if you head. make the record, it's something weird. The only way that Run DMC could coexist as a group is a brilliant, brilliant thing. We would have to reform a new band. Mm. If you look at David Grohl, look mm. look what the rock dudes do. Mm. Paul McCartney left the Beatles. He didn't try to keep the Beatles. The Beatles' legacy is untouchable, like Run DMC. Mm. But when Paul went solo, he started Paul McCartney and Ring. Like I got a band now, I do all my catalog live, live drum and guitars, it's called DMC and the Hell Raisers to give homage to Raising Hell. So mm. if you look at Soundgarden, Audio State, they all morph, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully hip hop will get to that. Where can we go now? Now we have to figure out how, once you get into the stadiums, you gotta figure out how do you keep the legacy going if you are still a cohesive man, or how do you continue to own? When you look at um people I used to play for, uh, Crosby, Stills, Young, and Nash. When you look at um um, um when you look at um Pink Floyd, mm -hmm. the two dudes from the band they do their own things. Maybe once in a while they'll show up. So if you see me and Run, you see it. Oh shoot, Paul McCartney played mm -hmm. with Ringo last night. So to answer your question, Charlamagne, no, it's no Run DMC without Jam Master J. Because wow. every record was Run DMC and Jam Master J. Jam Master J and And the funny joke is when we first started out, people thought we was an R and B group, but nobody could quit. Jay come out by himself with some turntable. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jam Master Jay right about now. Boom, dad, dad, throw your hand, call me. I'll come out, check the mics. No, they couldn't mess with us. So wow. to ask me, did I see hip hop doing this? No. Why? Because I was doing it there. You got to come back because we got to have a, a, a longer conversation. I know you have to go. I'll come back with more cookies. With more cookies. <laughs> but I just got to ask you one more question. I know yes. you said it on Drink, on drink Champs. Yes. Was Run DMC supposed to be in the call with Tupac the night he... Yeah, well, yeah. You, that so was, many that was, people, so many people was like, yo, dude, here's what happened. We get a call from Suge Knight. They wanted us, Run DMC, to perform at the... app. What was the name of the club in Vegas? The 666. The club that they owned. The, 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 the Sugar. Yep. Yes, in, in Vegas. So we get a call. Suge says, yo, me and Pac are coming to get the guys. Pop wants y'all to ride with him to the show and to the after party. Now, cool. This is a true story, and this is a beautiful Jam Master J story. Mm -hmm. So he calls and says, Eric, I'm coming to get the guys, right? Eric goes, nah, Suge. Y'all go by yourselves. We'll meet y'all there later. We'll meet y'all at the after party later. And Suge goes, why? And true story. This, you're going to laugh. Eric goes, because Jam Master J is getting dressed. So that's why we didn't ride. At least we might have been in the car with the gunshots because Pac... Uh, there was no way Jay and Pac ain't riding to the after, but Jay was that dude. So maybe not me and Run. We something else. We, but Jay might have been in the car. Let me rephrase wow. that, what I said on Jay. Right, right. Jay would have done, but the reason why, and you can talk uh, talk to Kane. Ask him, you, Kane will say, Jay will keep you there for, 
He will try on Gucci, leather, this and that, sneakers, shoes. Yo, for, that's why we didn't get a car with Wow. So it, love, I love you, Jay. Now, February 1st, I know you got to go. You got another interview. Run DMC story. The docu-series, check it out Thursday, February 1st on Peacock. And we appreciate you. We DMC. appreciate you, Larry. Thank you for thank having you, me here. I saw thank y'all you. had Grandmaster Flash yes, in the building. The T- the, See, y'all are hip hop. Y'all are hip hop. The other people is just radio stations. Mm-hmm. Y'all are hip hop because you, y'all being what we that. are while you're doing everything else. Word, word, word. Appreciate Keep that. that up, man. Thank it's you, the Breakfast man. Club. It's DMC. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne yeah, the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Again, salute to DMC from Run DMC. Salute to the legend uh, DMC. Go get all his work, too. He got his memoir, uh, 10 Ways Not to Commit Suicide. He got a uh, comic book out. Comic book, DMC. Yep. Daryl Makes Comics. He got children's books out. That's right. Daryl's Dream. Mm-hmm. He got his cookies out. Daryl Makes Cookies. That's right. Salute to the icon, uh, DMC, man. Absolutely. Let's get to the rumors. Our 25 to 54 numbers just went through the roof. <laughs> Let's talk Nicki Minaj. Rumor has it, rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we're on the breakfast club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. Now, last hour, we played uh, Megan Thee Stallion's new record. It's called Hiss. It was released last night at midnight. Meg called this morning to uh, premiere the record. All right. Now, Nicki Minaj heard it and already jumped on IG Live and started talking about the record. Here's what Nicki Minaj said. Hey, yo, that bitch, she like six foot. Huh? I call a bitch foot. Huh? The bitch fell off. I said, get up on your good foot. The said, that bitch, she like six foot. I call a bitch foot. The bitch fell off. I said, get up on your good foot. No, no, no. Not three Grammys and can't find the beat. No, no, no. Y'all still cheers the blood clot beat with three. No. What the hell is happening? Okay, so I guess uh, while she was on live, she played a part of a song called, I guess, Bigfoot, which is, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it was a diss record going to Megan. She had in the cut. I'm sure, you know, Nikki's a uh, strategic when she comes with her, so I'm sure that record was done a while ago. So she was talking about, you know, I guess it's called Bigfoot. She also said this. I hate, I hate, I said this. Nikki's stupid, yo. Well, listen, Meg is from Houston, though, so I mean, you know, how you not gonna be influenced by Port Arthur's finest, Bun B and Pimp C? Come on, UGK, drop on the clues bomb for UGK. Yes. That ain't, that ain't, you know, that's not an insult to be, you know, for somebody to say you sound like Pimp C or Bun B now. Come on now. But listen, Meg, when she called this morning, she said, uh, the hit dogs will holler. So Mm -hmm. clearly, Meg, I guess, was talking about Nikki and his, right? Yes. I did. What, 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 what did they, what, what did they say? She said, I'm not breaking this down. Oh, okay. Well, all I'm, of, I'm not going to the, to break down, huh? You got a Nikki? Oh, you got the Nikki disc clip? Oh, okay. Let's hear it. I'll wait for somebody to tell me. 
I don't know. Mm-mm. But all is fair. All is fair in love and rap, and that's what that's what we say, right? Yes, we say that all the time. We say that when the guys do it, we say you know all is fair in, in, in love and rap. But when you see what Megan went through, right? She was uh, assaulted by a man. There's a man in prison right now for shooting her, right? Mm-hmm. Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. So is that fair for another woman to make fun of? Because when the guys say those things, people get extremely upset. But yeah, people seem to be laughing with Nikki when she does it. Um, I'm just I, saying. I'm just pointing out the double standard here. I, I think when it comes to rap battle and, and things are thrown off the table, I think anything goes. I mean, it is what it is. These, these, these women are, are battling each other right now at this point. Uh, we've seen it with Nas's Ether. We've seen it with Tupac's Hit Him Up. We've seen it with, with Jay's song. They are rapping, rapping. We've seen it with Remy Ma. They're rapping. They're using lyrics and, and they're playing, you know, have wordplay. So that's what it is, you know. Well, I hope all of y'all got y'all therapists on speed dial because y'all be playing with each other's trauma like it's nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's always been like that, but I, I just, I would love for it to stay on record. Of course, come on. You know, that's, of that's, course it will. Like, we say that as a cliche no, thing now. Why would that, of course? No, it and, I'm, and I'm not saying like I, I expect people to shoot each other up or fight. I just don't want to, I hate the IG lives and them talking. I just like the music. Mm. I just, I just. Now that's a good point. I just I like the, I like the music part of it. Now, see, that's what you just said makes a lot of sense for 2024 because you know a lot of times when we say we hope it stays on records, we're talking about street stuff. So in my mind, my, me, me being the old head I am, my mm-hmm. mind immediately goes to that. But no, what you said just now makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Keeping on music instead of tweets, tweets, and the Instagram live because y'all used to like all of the women was throwing around some great insults at each other about a couple of years ago. And we were like, well, why this ain't on music? Right. Like when Cardi called JT prison pants and then. <laughs> Lotto called Nikki super freaky grandma. Right. Like I'm like, why y'all ain't making records? That's right. Like y'all should be making records. These are some good insults. That's right. You no. Know? Yep. Well, also Mary. Even G- everything Nikki was doing just now, I'm glad that those were bars. Yeah, but the that- big thing. But then put the U- put the UGK thing in some bars too. Like sure you know what I mean? Will, yeah. If she yeah. was in the studio. Yep. So we'll see. Absolutely. Now Mary J. Blige says that she will not be in a Lovers and Friends festival. She said her inclusion was a mistake. She said, I'm beyond humbled by the response from all of you about the announcements of me on Lovers and Friends Festival. Unfortunately, my inclusion was an error as I will be busy in preparation for my Strength of a Woman Summit just one week later. I have the greatest fans in the world and can't wait to see you in New York in a few short months. Mary J. Blige and The Dream uh, said the same. The show will be amazing. So with the amazing lineup, unfortunately, I won't be able to perform this year, although my name is attached. Kill it, bro. Oh, that's what uh, Strength of Women Festival going to be this year? I guess it's going to be in New York. York. I guess that's the announcement, which is dope. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that down to? Man, four after the hour, man. Let's talk about love, man. What you won't do, do for love. Not just love. Being stupid in love. We need a man named Angred Singh to come to the front of the congregation because we'd like to have a word with him because this might be the most stupidest in love story I've ever heard in my life. Okay. We will discuss. All right. You ready? Ready for what? What you mean? Ice Spice record. I, listen, I ain't got no qualms with Ice Spice, man. I was born in 1978. I know when something isn't for me, okay? But I'm, I can also acknowledge when life does feel like a spoof. All right? So every hour on the hour. That's right. We here are, on The Breakfast Club. We fart. Courtesy of iHeartMedia. iHeartRadio. Right. That's right. It's a record called Fart by Ice Spice. There you go. Executive produced by Aaron Magruder, Dave Chappelle, Neil Brennan, and the Wayans Brothers. Oh, boy. It's The Breakfast Club. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Your execution on the donkey of the day is something to behold. Is it a read? It gave me 
donkey of the day and I deserve it. People need to know. Well, need you need to tell them. I am. you have the voice. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. It's time for donkey of the day. It's a read, <laughs> but you're so good at it. You're trying to be a fake-ass Charlemagne. There's only one Charlemagne around. Damn, Charlemagne. Who you give a donkey of the day to, man? Well, sexy red. Donkey of the day for Friday, January 26th goes to a 26-year-old man named Angridge Singh. Okay, Angridge, Angridge, Angridge. He has been arrested after. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. So allegedly masquerading as his girlfriend. 
so he could take an exam in her place. Listen to what the hell I just said to you. Angridge has been arrested after cross-dressing. Okay, he decided to identify as his girlfriend in order to take an exam for her. Y'all don't listen to me or take me serious because I got a list. So let's go to Vice News for the report, please. Man arrested after impersonating his girlfriend to write an exam on her behalf. Angra Singh from Punjab has been arrested after dressing as his girlfriend, Paramajit Kaur, to sit a health worker exam on her behalf. According to police, Singh took a fake ID along to take the test, mm. but was caught after his fingerprints didn't match the correct candidates you think? on a biometric device. Kaur has had her application turned down. You think? Yeah. Man, hit my Bobby Caldwell, man. Hit that what you want to do for love one time for me, Ray. Listen, that white book you think can't drop on the clues button for Bobby Caldwell. Listen, man, listen, I pray we all get to experience love on this level. I'm serious. Even though he's getting donkey today, I'm serious. I want all of us to experience love on this level. I understand he got arrested and arrest is never good, but we all need to be stupid in love at least once in life. Okay. It's a lot of lessons to be learned when you've been stupid in love. Hopefully that stupidity doesn't cause you to do something like die or kill, but getting arrested because you decided to be trans for a test. It's so sweet, okay? Sweet and stupid, all right? His woman was trying to be a healthcare worker, and she already had failed the previous prerequisite exam, so even though he was her main sugar stain, he decided to be an undercover lover and go undercover as her. Shaved his facial hair, applied makeup, mm. and got bussied up. Okay, and women's clothes and went to take the exam. You want to see a picture of him? I do. Let me show you a picture of him. Look at him, look at him, look at him. Look at him. You see? You see? You see? I'm all for equality, okay? Women have been doing things like letting us hold their pee for years to pass piss tests. If you've never had to pass a drug test, you probably can't relate. Uh, so to me, this is the next level of that. Now listen, if I'm his girlfriend, I'm flattered, but also insulted. Because how handsome does my boyfriend think I am? That he could just put on some makeup and passes me. How strong are my facial features? How defined is my jawline? How many muscles do I have in or around my neck that would make my boyfriend think he could pass as me? She had to be thinking, am I pretty? Is he handsome? Is he pretty? Am I handsome? Maybe we are both pretty handsome. And what kind of build is happening here on the both of them? Does he have man breasts? Huh? Does he have the titties of Todd? Huh? Does he have hips? Huh? Is he as thick as me? Huh? Is he as thick as me? Is he as thick as me? Look at me, King. Look at me! You're not that thick. Now look. I looked at the young man. Okay, he's pretty. I don't know if it's the makeup or the hair or his features are already soft, but he's pretty. Not as pretty as Theo Vaughn says I am. Charlemagne, I think, kind of have a... Ch he seemed like, oh, he... Oh, a troll. A little bit. He seemed like a... He have a kind of a womanly look. Mm -hmm. He's beautiful. That's right. Yeah. You think that? Mm-hmm. Dude, you tell me Charlemagne ain't fine, bro. Come on, now. Come on, though. I think if you put a... If he was in Japan or... Uh, a wig? If he was a... Uh, yeah. Oh, you put him in a wig, dog. Some basketball player is going to f*** him. <laughs> <laughs> he not as fine as I would be if I decided to cross-dress, which oh. I would never, word to Cat Williams. But I can acknowledge... Angridge is a decent looking lady boy, but still a lady boy nonetheless. And that's what got him in trouble because exam, exam officials grew suspicious because his face didn't match the picture on the application form, you think? And then authorities ran his biometrics and discovered they didn't match. And 
This is new. I just found this out. He wore a tennis skirt with no drawers, so somebody noticed his testicles hanging Shut out up. of the tennis skirt, Shut and up. the jig was up. Shut up. Okay? Shut up. Police, police also accused his girlfriend of conspiring with her boyfriend as they believed he wouldn't have been able to enact the deception without her consent and possible assistance. This might be the first time in human history that a woman encouraged and empowered her man to cheat, and she was happy he did. And she also got held accountable for her role in his cheating because she encouraged it. And there you have it. The secret to healing the world. Please give Angry Singh and his girlfriend the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the Couple things. Mm-hmm. You're not that pretty, and you're not that thick. That's Who? One. Who? Thickest person in this room. And there's how many of us in here? One, two, three, four, five, six of us in here. Okay, two women, thicker than everybody in here. Play with me if you want to. Let's sit back down. Cap what? Cap what? Cap. Y'all can't fill out these sweatpants. Cap. He said y'all can't fill out his sweatpants. Oh. 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 <laughs> I just hey God, I just been out, dude. Come on, come on in here, Big Mac. God damn. Oh my goodness. God damn. Big Mac got an ass on his stomach. <laughs> Big Mac got Megan the Stallion ass for a stomach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't, I'm not playing this game anymore. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the donkey of the day. It looked crazy. Oh, Lord have mercy. Now, when we come back, comedian Earthquake will be joining us. Yes, indeed. So, we're going to kick it with Earthquake when we come back. And then, Nala's here for Pastor Oz. Nala! Say something. Nala, you got to break down this Megan Thee Stallion record, too. You're going to have to tell us all the subliminals and everything, okay? Please. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Legend, <laughs> legend, <laughs> comedian, earthquake. Welcome, brother. Thank you, thank you, brothers. It's always an honor to be on this show, man. I look forward to it. It's always a highlight when I come next with you, brothers, man. Happy to have you here. How, How you, you feeling? feeling, first of all? Man, I'm blessed, man. Uh, life is good. Uh, Things are good, careers popping, so mm-hmm. I'm good, man. I'm real good. Mm-hmm. You know, your name came up uh, when, when recently when Cat Williams did his interview with uh, Club Shannon, Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Well, for, I, I want to talk about just that conversation. Period. What has that conversation done for for, for black comedy? Comedy, I don't think anything because there was no jokes in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand? Mm-hmm. I'm in the joke telling business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it didn't do anything, I think, for comedy. Personally speaking, me and him was cool, so you know I didn't I didn't know where that came from. Um, certain things he said about me, half was true, half was was a lie, you know. But uh, to each his own. I don't, you know, man, I don't even get into that part of it because see, I'm a type of person. If I have a problem with you, Charlemagne, I'm gonna call you, mm-hmm. and man to man, and we were gonna talk it out. We're going to duke it out, but we're going to handle it man to man. I don't talk behind people back. And that's what social media is. If you go into a platform and talk about a person without you addressing them yourself, when you have opportunities to get in contact and let them be, let it be known. So, you know, I don't get into that. You know what I mean? I let them believe what he need to believe. Now, you said you were cool or you thought you were cool. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, people are saying he did that to sell tickets. 
Some people said he was just venting, or some people it was just like it was just a lie, just to create the controversy around him. And you know him. What, what, what? It's just it's just weird. It just feel like it just came out of nowhere. Well, I don't know what is motivation on it. On it, mm-hmm. I have been in this business for thirty years. We as comedians have never did that type of thing ever before. Um, we're not rappers. We don't have beefs. Mm-hmm. You have a disagreement with a comic. They usually, we take it with the individual and handle it as such. Uh, outside of just, you know, doing that thing was the first time ever seeing it done. But we're in a new age now. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's a different age. And I don't know what the motivation of the brother is. When I first um, ran into Cat, he, he was the most phenomenal doing things that never been done in here. He was selling out Madison Square Garden type arenas on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And that was never. I was coming into Oakland. And they was like, you know, Cat going to be here. I said, what? If I just got here. What are you going to do? He at this Friday. Like, nah, he Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. At the, um, with the Warriors play, I was like, "Oh my God!" And then you know his acting skills was on top because he was on Hill Street Blues doing the thing. So I have always admired, you know, his 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 work and what it is. But see, I'm I don't get into all that because I'm in the joke telling business, and as long right. as we talking about jokes, I don't. Only, that's the only thing that I am into. I ain't in the pimp game. I ain't in the drug game. I ain't in none of that. I'm into the jokes. So if you have anything to say to me? or anything to see I me mean, it should be right there in that category because that's the only only thing that I am involved in the public uh, platform of it so the rest of that he can keep why do you say you can't read where did that come from I don't know I mean you y'all interested right there first of all it's a lie because I couldn't I used to be a WBLS you did radio I did radio and Everybody in radio wants to be like y'all and be syndicated. Mm-hmm. But if you're not syndicated and you just got one goddamn station, only way you get some money off live reads <laughs> in traffic and the rest of them. So mm-hmm. it came to that. And another thing, ninth grade, I was picked to go to Georgetown at the Upper Bound program. <laughs> Upper Bound ain't no joke. Upper Brown Upper program. Brown 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 no joke. Upper Brown program. Right. Only reason I didn't make Upper Brown program is when they took me on the tour, they let me taste a fresh donut for the first time. <laughs> and I ate it. I'm like, oh my God. Freshly squeezed orange juice. And I said, you can have all these? They said, yeah. I said, y'all keep on walking around. I'm going to stay right here near these donuts. Because <laughs> I'm used to eating the hostess donuts that's the little pack that little, little pack power yeah, yeah. but I never had like a donkey one I'm like oh my god this is delicious so yeah I was up a bound program to be picked out of Georgetown to go to Georgetown in the ninth grade so I don't know also in the military as a uh, air traffic controller could have been an air traffic controller but I wanted to get out of my mother's house so I said what job can I leave today to leave her house they said you can be an air traffic controller you can come back in uh, six months and leave I said nah I need to leave today what you got they said Loading nuclear weapons. I say I'll take it. <laughs> Used to load nuclear weapons? Yeah, already? man, I dropped one. I'm trying to see two live crew. Man, man stop playing. No, man. real talk. Boxdale Air Force Base. What? Yeah, trying to see two live crew. When when Luke first came out, we mm-hmm. dropped that because you have to change the ordinance to, uh, to disguise from the Russians. What are you talking about? You dropped the bomb so you can get out to the club? No, I told him I wanted to go see Luke Friday. They mm-hmm. put me on the schedule. I had already said I'm not going. So yeah. they say go out there, change the ordinance and then you can leave. Of course, I've been doing this for 10 years. I'm like, all right, we don't need this. So I put it up and we tell it move the, the rack and everything. We ain't put all the grease fitting in. It came out and hit. Boom! 
Everybody ran. I said, what y'all running for? A nuke? <laughs> a, nuke a nuke. I said, you hit the man, ground. Quick, I don't believe it. I'll kiss somebody here. Listen to me, man. This is God, honest truth. God take my talent from everything on. My name is in the Pentagon under Broken Arrow. You understand what I'm what? saying? Yes. Why they call you Broken Arrow? That's what happened when you drop a nuke on the, in the country. It's called a Broken Arrow. When it's a, 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 a nuke on your own friendly soil and everything is an accident, it's called a Broken Arrow. So you radioactive right now. You not, well, no, man. It's just, you know, I, <laughs> I told them. You understand? I'm in Boxdale, Louisiana, Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah. I, this when Luke was at the height of his thing and had 150 bad chicks. Absolutely. I said, I'm going. And they sent me out here to change the ordinance on the plane. Mm -hmm. So they brought it on themselves. But the nuke clearly didn't go off. No, nuclear weapons are some of the most safest ordinance that you got. Conventional is the more difficult because they got to drop at a certain mm -hmm. uh, height and then hit the uh, safe thing, safe mall. It's the most safe. But everybody ran. And then um, <laughs> base so commander came. No, we was on the flight line. We was on the what? flight line on the B-52. <laughs> and you put it in the bomb bay to change it out. <laughs> and it came down and hit the ground. Boom, everybody ran. I was like, what y'all running for? And then they came and got me. Base commander came. And then they took us to the... Uh, to the hospital to do drug tests and everything to see if we high. <laughs> Ain't find nothing but incompetence in my blood. And mm -hmm. then they put me on the snack bar. Damn. They don't let me touch no more. <laughs> no more nukes. No more planes or nothing. And, and people are like, ah, you stuck. I said, man, I don't care. E5, get the same amount of money as loading bombs as an E5 to pass out coffee. So the check ain't changed. ain't hurt my feelings. I don't know, man. A lot of people are going to say, man, you, you, uh, Cap might have been right, man. You might have had to read something. him. Nah, boy, that's when Luke was hot, man. <laughs> he was on field down the yard. One of them things showing him just shaking and everything. And I was like, man, they finally going to do a concert at 150. And Shreveport was a small town. Bozer City was a small town in that way. And we had no black women that looked that good in my in my eyesight, so I was looking forward to it, and I told them I wasn't going. So they put us out there. Shout out to uh, Sergeant Anderson, who called me uh, about two weeks ago. He was also uh, on the team when we dropped the nuke. Well, listen, you know you got to prove things to the internet, so go go, go ahead and read that real yeah, quick. Yeah, read that. It's a live read. Read it out loud. <laughs> Cat Wim is a liar. That man can read. <laughs> <laughs> that man can read. <laughs> they ain't play too much of it. I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I know. They I know what I'm with y'all. They're live read. They play yeah. too much of it. All right, we got more with Comedian Earthquake. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Comedian Earthquake. True. You know, one thing that's been coming up recently is comedians stealing jokes. Now, it seems like that would seem kind of something that's normal because, you know, if you're talking about a car or you're talking about black versus white, it, right. it seems like a lot of it. So has that happened to you? I've been robbed more than any comedian on earth. I have. I have friends that have taken my jokes. I have friends that have called me and told me they have taken my jokes. I write another one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is what I it's thing on to do. It happens. That's why I do not look at other comedians perform because I don't physically write. I mentally write. So I don't want to be contaminated with the thought. You could sit here and see another comedian tell a joke and subconsciously it'd be into you. Then you could sit here and get on stage and riff and come up with it and think you came up with it, but you previously saw somebody else do it. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. 
sometimes we all it's only certain many subjects that is discovered. This is your version of OJ trial. This is your version of Trump. This is your version of Joe Biden. You know what I mean? So the shit happens. Me myself, I just continue. You know, I, I just replenish as they diminish, and I just keep on going with it. The way I keep myself. From even for that ever happening to me, I don't watch other comedians. I've heard I've heard people say that. I, I, I found that video with uh Bernie Mac very interesting because Bernie Mac was like, "People are going to take your jokes. Like, yes. don't, don't say your jokes around other comedians, especially the younger ones when the veterans are around." Well, veteran and the rest of them. But see, it's the beautiful with me is, and I'm blessed that I don't have to go to a club to work a joke out. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I can I can mentally see this is going to work, and I can and I can. Um, um, apply it to my regular show as I'm doing it. Take one out, put a new one in, mm -hmm. continue to make the rotation go. Certain comedians don't have that process. They have to actually write it down and then try it on the stage. And then you have comedians in the back. Oh, I like that. And then they'll give you the thought pattern. They will give you their version of that thought pattern. Mm. This is what I would have said if I thought of that. You know, that's still in two. So, you know, they sit there, but you just, it's an occupational hazard. You think the DMV area gets the credit it deserves for being a comedy hotspot? No. We have some of the great Martin. Dave, me, Tommy Davidson, Tony Woods. Uh, it's Don a lot Rollins. of them. Donnell, my brother. Man, I was hoping brother. you left him out. Nah, you can't <laughs> leave. <laughs> I was hoping y'all left him no, out. Nah, you can't leave Donnell out. Donnell, you know, these are my, we, we're in there. We're in. DC is, one, is a hard market. It's compared to like New York. You, They don't give you nothing in DC. Mm -hmm. If you ain't funny, then they're gonna let you know right there, and it, they're waiting until you succeed before they give you your accolades too. Was Comic View your big break? In my totality of my career, or just at, at that, that time. point? At that time, Comic View, mm -hmm. uh, Comic View was my big break. That's where everybody, and I can tell uh, Quake fans when they come say, "I want to put your air in your mama name." Mm -hmm. You know, when I know that, then I mean they was original Quake fans. How do you feel about them bringing back uh, Comic View? You think that it was it was great? I was okay. there when they was filming it with Mike and Kev. Mm -hmm. Any platform that allowed the genre to expand and give opportunities, I'm all for. And I participated, and I've done that my whole career with my radio show and me doing the club and everything else to expand it because it's a great art form. It's you know, I don't, this vitriol that's going on, that is not what the job description of. We bring joy and sit here and make more people laugh. Is, is it true that uh, Kim Whitley ghosted you after, after you? After you put it down on uh, putting that in air quotes. Yeah, it down but, yeah I, I get her on that. Uh, yeah, me and Kim <laughs> used to date for a brief, so she ghosted me out there. She hit me and left me. Damn. You might <laughs> nah, not put it down wasn't. like you thought you did then, Erica. Hey, man, I'm a king. You <laughs> I don't pay for dinner and satisfy you. You got to... <laughs> You gotta pick one. Huh? You gotta pick one. <laughs> I'm King Joffrey now. You gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta take care of the king, man. Yeah. So it was a one-time thing. Oh uh, yeah, we dated one time. Kim is, but Kim did more for me than anything. When I first had my biggest break before that time, uh, my TV show on ABC, and Kim came and helped me navigate through that because it was. 
I had a lot of people around me that wasn't good for me. Mm -hmm. And she came in and showed me how to do TV and um, reiterated what I know now is, um, you know, I'm not an actor. I'm a movie star. And and there's a difference. You know, a conversation yeah. that 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 always comes up is is black comedians wearing a dress. True. Why? And what's your thoughts on it? It's hard. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When white dudes, Marlon Wayne said it so personally, when white dudes do it, man, they're genius. When we do it, it has something to do with our manhood. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's art. Mm-hmm. If it's a hit and it's funny, 
White Chicks was great. Big Mama House was great. You know what I mean? I know Marty. Marty is one of the manniest mans of mans there is. Sinead. Larry Johnson, basketball yeah. player. Uh, what Grandmama. Was My, grandmama. My mother, uh, uh, Flip Wilson. Mm-hmm. Geraldine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, yeah. Bigger. Killer, kill you. Yeah, the whole nine. And so it's just another, you know, another way to take shot at people that they want to. And what what's heartbreaking f- for me is is younger comedians that's taking these shots at the people that paved the way for them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's sick now. Talk, talk, talk to us about the difference between being uh, broken and debt because you said at one point you were in in the hole for three million. Yeah, man. Um, see, being broke that means you just ain't got no money. And that means even if you got some money, you gotta give it to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 you understand what, what I'm right, saying? Right, right. That's the difference on it. And I was in debt because I was playing the game a lot of entertainers do. When I blow, I would take care of Uncle Sam during that time. Oh, and it never came. You know what I mean? And um Uncle Sam don't play. So now, you know, it didn't um, come to fruition on that point of blowing at that point. So now I just put the money to the side knowing, you know, around uh, April, I'm going to get molested. <laughs> Financially, and when Uncle Sam comes, Uncle Sam comes. Oh, he comes, yeah, and they average up. They don't average up. They oh, average no. up, mm-hmm. and they let you. And see, the thing about Uncle <laughs> Sam so good about it, he a sleeper cell. He allows you not to pay him until you fall off. <laughs> then he comes see. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not the money that you owe him that gets you. It's the penalties and, and interest. the interest. Yes, oh, right. yeah. It's usually more than the principal. So the best thing is, so I'm like, okay, once it took me to get out, it took me about six years to get to uh, to get out of that hole. You owe Uncle Sam $3 million? Yeah, I owed him $3 million. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Got all of it under, you know. Lord have mercy. Well, Earthquake, we appreciate you for joining us, brother. Man, thank y'all for having me. Please follow me at The Real Earthquake. And I love you, brother. Keep doing love what you're you doing, man. Appreciate you too, my brother. You, God brother. bless y'all. It's Earthquake. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Pastor Oaks. Go, go, go. What's up, Nyla ATL? What's up, guys? Hey, you know people are calling me that now. Nylana. Nylana. A combination, a little something. Nylana. When you back? How many more weeks you got down there? Uh, I think four more. No. Three more? Three more. Three more. Yeah, it's been about three. I really like it though. Like not. Atlanta's, I see you did a party this Wednesday, right? Yeah, I just did. How Ladies was it? Love R and B with uh, Keith B T, Keith Thomas B T, B Cox, a vibe. Oh Dope. yeah, my, my homegirl the Porsche was there. Salute the Porsche. Yeah, man. she pulled up. Yeah. Nah, I I really like Atlanta. It's it's different. It's than different. New York's like party scene. It's a great party right, scene. Right, right. We don't need you to like it too much, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I still like New York as well, but it's just different, and it's cool to be around your people. Yep. We all speak the same language, but you say you're tired of being around all these Spanish people in New York That's, City. You can't take it no more. What? That's not what I said at all. <laughs> anyway, but being in Atlanta, um, I think it's only right that I start off with this new Lotto and Anicia record called Back Outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Lotto. Yeah. I like Lotto. I thought Lotto was something the other day. I don't know if it was something. Tic Tac. And she uh, Yo, I, she might have been dancing to this song and it was her and all her homegirls. 
And I was like, see, I like that energy. It was just an energy. It I is like cool. that energy. It's, it's TikTok. And I see she got a, a record. You know, J-Lo dropped a record, too. Yeah, she got today. a record with, J- with J-Lo, too. Like, but yeah. Salute to Lotto. But she also, the it's the brain. fact that Anicia is from her, her hometown. So she's, like, bringing in the next That's dope. generation. Even though she's still young, fresh, and hot. So. Lotto fire. Yeah. Lotto. What dance was that, Charlamagne? That's what Lotto was doing on TikTok. She was like, I don't think that's what she <laughs> was doing. I don't think doing. I don't, she was doing that dance. <laughs> she was. That was man. it. She looked cool as hell. All right, the next record I'm going to go with is with Rob 49 and Lil Wayne. It's called With Satin Baby. Okay. Okay. That is one of the most toxic, hardest lines. What? That for $1,000, I call that. It's my grandbaby. <laughs> oh. God damn, Wayne. Wayne went crazy. That's sick. He went, he went crazy. He snapped. <laughs> I like what? That. Ever for $1,000? Call it my grandbaby? <laughs> like, that is sick. You like that line. No, I mean, it's sick. <laughs> Why would you want to call a what? woman that you Why your grandbaby? Why is that the only line that you remembered from the record? That's, that's what stuck out to me just now. <laughs> is so, that how you pronounce with satin, baby? I heard him say, ever for $1,000? Call it my grandbaby. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. What, what's happening, baby? I'm trying to say it in the best New Orleans accent I can. Rob mm. Fortnite, Lil Wayne. Mm. Um, all right, then I'm going to go with, you were talking about Bobby Cotwell earlier, a white guy who can sing. It's this other guy named Jameson that I just discovered, and he got this new record called Love Me. You sound like a little Ray J, Ray J, a little thing. It's on the night. He's white? Yeah. His name is what? Jameson. You can't be white and be named after Dark Liquor. J-M-S-N. Nah, you can't be white and named after Dark Liquor. Call him Absolute or something. Seagram. You can't. can't, I'm not calling that white man Jameson. His name is Jameson. That's his name, man. That's his real name? Yes. I don't believe that. What is mom and daddy name? Man, I don't know. Tell, ask Jake what his real name is. Ask (laughs) Jesus Christ. You know what? But to get into him. He's heavy neo soul alternative. Okay. All right. But he's a vibe. And then last but not least, I got to shout out this Meg record, Hiss, that has caused a whole debacle online. Um, I saw you guys talking about it in the rumor report. Well, yep. Megan called up. She called up this morning, and she, I asked her was she going to be naming names. And she said, look, all all the hit dogs going to holler. Well, obviously, Nikki. I didn't know it was obviously. That was, what, the, what, that what was the least obvious. I didn't morning. know it was obvious either, but I woke up this morning and I saw it online. So it, she started off the record with, these hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes be mad at Megan's Law. So Megan's Law is the name of a federal law in the U.S. requiring law enforcement authorities to make information available to public regarding registered sex offenders. And oh, you that's, know, that's slick. Is, oh, okay. She yeah. didn't have no lines for party or the baby. Or... Who's the woman dancing? Who's the woman that made R. Kelly go viral on TikTok? Who's that for? Um, so don't write nothing else down, J. Penn. So much to say on schedule, conjugal visits or something. I don't see nothing about R. Kelly, so it's I don't in know. there, man. I ain't retarded. Oh, it's, just, it's getting <laughs> weird. It's getting weird now. Oh, we didn't play the record. Oh, let's hear it. I didn't even hear the Megan's Law line when I first heard it. Now I heard it, it make all the sense in the world. Oh uh, yeah, uh, she said a bitch that was dancing making R. Kelly go viral. Men who hate on BBLs and have the same scars. So those are a couple of the disses. Of course, we know what the JPEG send money conjugal visit line is. That's the Tory. Hey man, all's fair in love and rap. I mean, listen, I'm, I was born in 1978, so there's nothing that somebody's gonna say on a rap record that's gonna offend me. I just want everybody to keep the same energy for, for everybody, because it feels like there's a double standard a lot of the time. Question, Nyla, is it fair for Nikki to do the Bigfoot line, making fun of a, a, the, a woman who got shot in the foot by is a man? Is it fair? I mean, there is no fair this in rap battle. Battle. Okay, I'm just asking, I'm just asking, because when, when guys do it, everybody gets upset, because there's been guys that have done that to Meg, too. Well, I think people are going harder on men doing it because it's a man who shot her. Or maybe it was a random shot. But shouldn't a woman feel more empathy but, 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 towards you know a, I mean? a woman that is experienced violence towards a man? But I feel like there should be no gender on empathy. Like, you should just have empathy towards somebody going towards something regardless if it's man versus 
women. But like to what you're saying, it's war, so it's kind of like. And by the way, we all full of it because everybody can say something that hurts your feelings. I, I I don't have any feelings. What? That I show. <laughs> so <laughs> so you'll never you so you'll about? never see me you know react like that in public. But everybody has something that is their thumbscrew that will like piss them off in some way, shape, or form. So are you saying that the the law? No, thing I'm saying is we're all or? saying we're all saying all's fair and love and war until somebody says something we don't like mm-hmm. about us. And then we're like, that person went too far. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's messy. <laughs> that's all it is. That, that's it's how I mess. Got, it's, it's messy. It's messy. There you go. Now we're right. talking. It's messy. It's mess. It all ain't right. no point to try to make any logical sense of it. It's mess. It's a whole bunch of noise. And people are entertained. But do you think it's going to be just like a... Because you think it's just going to be mad beef records coming now for, I think for it, Nikki? Listen, I'm all for it. If they keep it in the I art, I'm all for that. As long as it does... Envy said something earlier that's true. When we say keep it on records nowadays, we're not even talking about street stuff. No. We're talking about don't do none of the goofy stuff like go to social media and get on Instagram live. Tweets, don't be tweeting. IG's don't be doing track. sketches. Get in that booth and make some records. Yeah. I'm well, for thank it. you, Nala. Yes, thank you guys. And make sure if you guys are in LA Grammy weekend, we're going to be kicking it off with Certified Vibe Live, which is, of course, the spinoff of the Pastor Ox segment. And it's an R&B night. So we actually have Grammy-nominated artist Kenyon Dixon hitting the stage, followed by Josh Levi, Leighton Green, Adana Daru, Jack Freeman. So we have a good little lineup. So make sure you guys pull up on me at the Peppermint Club. All right. Thank you, Nala. When we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a salute to DMC from Run DMC for joining us this morning. The legend DMC, man. Make sure you go get everything DMC got out. DMC, Daryl makes comics. He got a comic book out. Mm-hmm. He got his memoir out, 10 Ways to Not Commit Suicide. He got a children's book out, Daryl's Dream. And he's got cookies. DMC cookies. What type of cookies? Daryl makes cookies. Daryl makes cookies, man. I love to see people, you know, creating product and pushing their product. So salute to the icon, DMC. All right. And run also, DMC. Oh, and they got the uh, documentary. Oh, documentary, February 1st. Three-part docuseries on Peacock. It's called, called Kings, Kings from Queens. Queens. That's right. Yep. And also uh, Earthquake. Oh, man. Salute to the good brother Earthquake, man. Hilarious. One of the best out here doing it always for years. From Def Comedy Jam to BET Comic View. Uh, to you know uh, everything he's doing now, he's got his, his show on Sirius Satellite Radio, uh, Quake's House. So salute to the good brother Earthquake. All right, when we come back, positive notice the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here, Charlemagne. You got a positive note? I do, man. And you know the positive note is just about uh knowing when to move on, right? Knowing when to move on. So so it's, it's simple. It's okay to walk out of someone's life if you don't feel like you belong in it anymore. Have a blessed day. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. 
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.